Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen. We are once again live down here in the Barricade Studios for another episode of the Sports Frenzy Podcast. So down. With me, your host, Freddie Aloso, with my co-host, DVG. What's up, guys? Let's go. With the devil's advocate, Robert. Today, 28 years ago, Wrestle War 1989, the Flair Steamboat Trilogy concludes. Just figured I'd throw that out there. And our other co-host, Anthony, the Encyclopedia. And gentlemen... And pray. Karrion Cross and Scarlet have made it to NXT. You see, I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, it was first like Rob's fun fact of the night that had me thinking Encyclopedia has a run for his money because he was presenting an actual historical fact. And then Anthony comes on with the TikTok thing, and I'm like, tell me he's supposed to, he's about to do some sort of dance video, and we're not expecting like all these teenagers are doing. I'm like, oh, wait for this one. White boy can't dance, sorry. I would pay to see Anthony dance. I, Anthony, I think... You know what? Freddie, you, you run this Instagram for the Sports Frenzy Podcast. I think you should put one of your little, uh, you know, uh, what the hell are they called? Your little vote, your little votes up and vote if Anthony should do some sort of TikTok video. <laughs> should, we, should we get a TikTok from the encyclopedia? I think... Throw, throw it up on the poll. I think you should. Throw it on the poll. Do it. Get one of the WWE divas to do it with me. I think he should do his TikTok on the poll. <laughs> oh, we're, we're hot and heavy tonight, aren't we? And, and if people vote for it, we should also be able to choose what the TikTok is. Like, we could tell them you have to do, like, Spice Girls. <laughs> that was that was the go-to, Spice Girls. All right. I had to think of something quick. Coming from the man who went and saw it in the theaters when they had a movie, Stevie G. That's actually a lie. <laughs> Bonafide lie. I never saw it in the theaters. Saw the movie, but I didn't see it in theaters. I saw it in the theaters. <laughs> but I had it. I have a niece, so I took her. I would have respected you more if you said it was a date. Well, no, that's what you do with kids. You take them to movies to make them happy, you know? Oh, aren't you his? Aren't you someone's uh, godfather or something? Yes. All right, take them to the movies to a kids movie, bro. Come on. I have volunteered. I have volunteered. Hey, I thought this was a wrestling podcast, not a parenting seminar. All right, go ahead, Freddie. Say it. We digress. We digress. <laughs> We're back after a short intermission. <laughs> Freddie hasn't fallen asleep yet, so. <laughs> Fun fact of the night: uh, tonight would have been. Owen Hart's 55th birthday. Yeah. It's crazy. So, back to wrestling there. But Encyclopedia, bring us in, man. What do we got? All right. We'll start with the good. Uh, we'll go to the average, and then we'll go to the terrible. Um, so, we'll start with the good. AEW. Been a few weeks since we talked about that. Uh, first off, we know the finals for the TNT title tournament. Uh, and no surprises here. Lance Archer going up against Cody Rhodes. Uh, this story's been interesting. We know Jake the Snake has been calling Caesar out for about six weeks now, and Jake the Snake made his return, face mask and all, last night. Um, and he brought a snake back. 
yeah. snake that you'd see in a pet shop that was maybe two feet long, <laughs> pussy. Like they're like, that's the snake he used back in the day. I'm like, no, it's not. Yeah, that's, no, not the, that's like that's like the snake back then's great grandchild. Like, get out of here. <laughs> like, Do you know that Jake secretly hated all of those snakes and he was actually yes. afraid of them? Yep. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, I never knew that. I read that recently, and I was like, wow, he did a really good job for someone who did not like them. So. Well, Freddie and I saw him do stand up, and uh, he uh, he told us some story. He told stories like of things at the airport when they lost the snake and stuff like that. Like there was some good stuff at that stand up show. He's got a book on him, I'm sure. I'm surprised it's not it out got yet. Lost DDP's house, mm-hmm. and a bathroom, and yeah, yeah. But the airport story, is, I think, is the best one. Like they came to him and said, uh, "Mr. Roberts." Uh, and they point to the tarmac and the snake's angry and like lunging at people and he's like, You guys pissed him off, I ain't freaking going out there. <laughs> but uh si- what I thought was interesting was he drops the snake on Brandy after Archer defeated uh Q T uh, Marshall. Q T Marshall, thank you. And JR mentions Cody Rhodes is here. We saw him earlier on the show. Where the fuck was he? Your wife is knocked out getting a snake draped over her and you stay in the back? They covered that. Correct. They covered it and said he was in the locker room of the they football stadium. They said the locker rooms are so far away that they have to take <laughs> golf carts. But meanwhile, oh, come on. the street fight the street fight ended up right next to the football field. I mean, at least they you know, that it. was no problem. Like, and during that street fight, they go, and that's the golf cart that Cody Rhodes used to go to the locker. I lost it. <laughs> like, they were trying to explain everything. <laughs> it's amazing. Well, in, in contrast to WWE, explains nothing. Yeah. So. Hey, we, so we said we're saving the bad for the end. <laughs> Right, sorry. Cody in another, you know, debut title match. Does he really have to insert himself into every single? He no, he it was Hangman and Jericho for the initial belt. Was it? I yeah. felt like he was in that too. First title, no, he might have been on the first title Jericho defense. After, but... Right, he faced he faced Jericho at Full Gear, but it wasn't the first title match. Right. Um, right. No, you know what? I th- I think it would have been a little bit interesting. You could have still had the Cody versus Archer match. It doesn't need the TNT title. And you could have had Darby Allen maybe against Nightmare Dustin Rhodes for the belt because um, Cody doesn't need the belt. Uh, this feud doesn't need the belt. The other thing, as great as Cody is in the ring, he's one of my favorites on the show. I'm Even last week, there was that whole segment where Brandy got – taken out accidentally per se you know that whole thing with darby allen is cody overbooking all his matches it's not necessary he doesn't need to do it but yet we still every single match it seems like he just overbooks everything it's like yeah and that match in general was horrible the way like oh darby like covered him and supposedly like rolled too far like dude there's no way you felt behind you that cody's road uh, shoulder wasn't up as high as it was because it wasn't like it was just off the ground. He was tilted and elevated, and they made it as if he like laid there like he was pinning him. Get out of here! Do Do you think they're turning Darby heel? It's hinted at. I don't know. I don't want to see it. I I actually think he's one of the bright young stars they had that they should be building up, not not kind of jobbing him out the way they do. Yeah, Anthony's a fan of him. He got an amazing selfie with him. 
He spit on me, so fuck that reality. Well, no, Anthony, no. Anthony went off. I had to get a selfie lesson. Selfie, he didn't know how to take selfies. And the picture was hilarious. Every picture he took that night. And I'm like, just let me take your pictures. And he kept taking them, and they were so like, what? They were too close or off-centered? I forgot what it was. But this is a long time ago, too. No, no, it wasn't. You don't have to defend me there. It, was barely, it wasn't even a year ago. Um, <laughs> I needed to, I, You know what? We'll start a Patreon, get the encyclopedia some selfie photo lessons. <laughs> Along with the TikTok video. I, selfie stick. I, got, I got a selfie stick. That's the sad thing. I just never have it with me. Anyway. My only problem with Cody is it seems like everybody's gunning for him. And he's not the champion. You know what I mean? Like Sean Spears is after him, and it's um, Archer's after him, and Darby Allen's got a problem with him. So I, that's my only issue. But it's a small issue. It doesn't bother me that much. But I noticed over the last week, couple weeks, they're all like, you know, we want Cody, and I'm like, Cody doesn't even have the belt. What do you want him for? Yeah. Now point. I know Cody always, you know, he compares himself like. We're not WWE, blah, blah, But is he not booking himself like Triple H? No, because he's actually doing the job. Triple, Triple H, when he was on top, was not jobbing for anybody. Yeah, but if you look at Triple H's losses, for example, at WrestleMania, they brought that up with his uh, little thing a week or two ago, and I was impressed. I didn't realize how often that guy loses at Mania. Yeah, no, I I've been, I did the math a while ago, and I was like, damn, he's actually, yeah, he had a run for a couple of years where he never did the job, but the rest of the time, maybe people are not cutting him enough slack. Um, but going back to AEW, uh, and we mentioned the whole title scene, um, the one guy who was not getting a lot of attention, and maybe it was because he couldn't be there, John Moxley, but um, first off, it's been announced, double or nothing, he's defending against Brody Lee, now... I want to, I want your guys' opinion. What do you think of Brody Lee as the exalted one? Is the purpose of the Dark Order been ruined? Do you like where it's going? Is Brody Lee getting over? Um, it's definitely been ruined. It's horrible. Yeah. It, it was too rushed, too fast. That seems and very like, random. Why, why, why do they have this guy in a suit? And these other guys were like creepy the months prior. Like had that creepy, like you know, creepy gang look like or whatever like they jumped you know would end up jumping people and then you bring Brody Lee dressed as Vince McMahon like come on eating steaks and stuff come on <laughs> I don't need to see all that he's he's too obsessed with him um he was on talk as Jericho and I'd say a good chunk of the interview was him complaining about how Vince does things and uh his relationship with Vince and it's it's showing now. He's like totally obsessed. And yeah, the Dark Order, they had that mystique about them. They had that cult-like feeling. And now it's more like they were gang to help him get over. And I, I feel like it's falling flat. Um, and it's not just an AEW. Same thing with WWE. I think there's a lot of stuff that would be falling flat if there was an audience to give them no reaction. Um, because there's no audience, they're just going with it. I I, I'm not. A, there's, there's a few things about Double or Nothing I'm not thrilled with, and like I said, AEW's been the better show of all four major wrestling shows that at least I watch. Um, MJF coming off a huge win over Cody Rhodes at Revolution. Jungle Boy. If anybody should be getting the title shot against Moxley, it should be MJF. Well, here's my problem with Moxley's reign. It was, his chase to the title was cool. He got the belt, and then they threw Jake Hager at him, 
for no real apparent reason. And now they're throwing Brody Lee at him for really no apparent reason. They're not doing any build-ups with right. him. Right, I mean, there's no Jericho organic... Jericho had build-ups with his man. Right, there's no organic lead to him. It's just like Brody Lee came out and attacked him, and now he gets a title shot. What yeah, happens like, to the rankings? Didn't they have rankings at one point? It's, it's I mean, basic it, stuff. Like, I'm going to throw Anthony at him because his beard is black now. The, <laughs> he is part of the dark... He, he's part of the dark order. He is. <laughs> he has, like, the Undertaker beard from the Ministry. He just needs to grow it out a little more. <laughs> You guys really should have been throwing these jokes out when I first colored it, man. I mean, I've got the grays coming back in, and you guys now. Yeah, but here's the thing. You know what? You know what sticks out like, and if you watch the video, because we heard there's some sports frenzy fans watching the YouTube's video. So Anthony, join that crew and watch us on YouTube. If you look at your hair up top compared to your beard on video, it's a significant difference. It's a very significant difference, so it sticks out. Okay. So I think you should do the top now too. To, to get back to the point. I think yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I'm I'm bringing the rankings up now. Well, here's your problem. Your number one contender is Cody. TNT title said he wanted to get another title shot. Lance Archer, the other guy in the TNT title picture. Kenny Omega's ranked three. Your number four guy is Brody Lee. So uh, that's the other thing. The whole I don't know where they come up with the rankings. We have the COVID nineteen, which has prevented some of these guys from appearing every week. But it's hey, like COVID-19 ranked five. <laughs> no, no, that's Darby Allen. <laughs> but still, yeah, Brody Lee out of the blue is ranked four, so he's getting the touchdown. Well, I mean, he is undefeated, so I mean, he should be ranked somewhere. But yeah, it, it's like it, it's like UFC this Saturday, the number four ranked guy against the number one ranked guy for the belt, right? <laughs> I mean, there was sure. just no, there was no setup for this. Like Brody Lee never really came out and said like he wanted to be champion. And I had read earlier in the week that they were about to announce some sort of like tournament to crown the number one contender, and then all of a sudden AEW Dynamite shows, and all, all of a sudden it's Brody Lee. I was like, oh, all right, I guess the tournament thing was bullshit. But I think what kills half these characters falling flat and thing angles not working is not being able to have house shows. House shows, you can kind of see what works, what doesn't. Like, if the fans are feeling it, if they're not, you know, you, you can kind of work out the kinks with characters. If you've got, you know, you go back to the old days where you had one TV show and you're you're throwing everything out on there, sometimes shit falls flat and it's feeling like with all with all the companies, like, shit's falling flat. I think I think you're right in the, in that respect, and also that you know with no crowd reaction, you know yeah. it's getting over. Is Brody Lee over? I don't know. Yeah. You know. Right, right. And are they? Yeah. How are they? Are they basing it on social media mentions? Where's that coming from? And like I said, it's not just AEW; it's WWE. Um, yeah. On a plus note, Orange Cassidy for at least before last night's show, highest rated segments on Dynamites for several weeks in a row. He's Orange County. He's yeah. freshly squeezed. He's Orange Cassie. You don't, you know, you don't question that. I, no, I, I don't question I it. it. I think it's I awesome. It. <laughs> I think it's awesome. Good for him. My dude comes out with his hands in his pockets and stands there, and he's the most popular thing on the show. It's yeah. great. 100%. <laughs> and then we get double the entertainment, because if you really want to have some fun, then you listen to Jim Cornette bitch about him the next day. You know, if he was in WWE, they wouldn't push him, because he, he can't, he has no promo skills. Yeah. <laughs> Well, 
So you got AEW that gives you the creative freedom to do what you want, and some of it works, some of it doesn't, but at least they're falling flat on their face or succeeding on their own. And then right. you got WWE, which uh, interview with uh, Diana Perazzo on Busted Open, a special edition last week, and then even the revival or the revolt. WWE, on the other hand, gives no creative freedom, and they have too many people, so uh, you're fighting for limited spots. And that, that came from Perazzo's mouth. So is, I actually, as much as I hate to see the releases that happened a couple weeks ago and see people lose their livelihood, their roster was too big to begin with. And I even question now with AEW. They had all this great young talent, all this hot indie talent. You had your Darby Allens, you had your Jungle Boys, you have your Luchasaurus, you have the best friends. And we've signed Lance Archer, Brody Lee, and Matt Hardy in the last three months, and they've been the focal point of the shows. What about the guys that signed in the beginning? They're be- I feel like they're being underutilized now. I don't know it's okay. going back to WCW back in the day. I feel like everybody wants to jump ship. Everybody wants to come over. And then they're going to start making these huge factions to try to get everybody screen time. And if that doesn't work, then, you know, you're jobbing out. You're doing backstage segments. You're, you know, selling Slim Jims on the side. I, um, I don't think AEW's doing that on the level of WCW. Um, I think WCW, you had a lot of guys that wanted to be in the NWO and were allowed to do so because it was the hot thing to do. I, uh, AEW, I just think that they got so much talent, they're having a hard time squeezing them all in. And if you're, like, I, I know Rob doesn't agree with me. I just think it's odd that you have, you know what it is, Lance Archer and Brody Lee, they're not doing anything for me. I mean, they're Lance Archer, yeah, he's been impressive enough in the ring. Brody Lee's been eh. And I, Matt Hardy, I don't have a major problem with, but you got a Darby Allen who was clearly hot with the fans for a while there. Like I said, we got your Luchasaurus and Jungle Boys that were over. Um, even MJ, even MJF makes his return and he's sitting ringside the whole time. I, I don't know. I mean, nothing's perfect. They're definitely trying stuff, which is what we ask for, and most of it's been very entertaining. So I can't fault what they're doing completely. I just would like to see some of these younger guys they signed from the indies uh, getting more of a shot. But I digress. Um, On a side note, uh, the you fucked up moment of the week goes to Chris Cruz for reporting AEW for the Lights Out match and getting him a $10,000 fine. So fuck you, Chris Cruz. Uh, Nobody cares. Nobody cared about you when you were in WCW. Go to hell, pal. Okay. That's what you really feel. That's a dick move. I mean, come on. How many times did WWE and WCW have blood at their shows and the Maryland State Athletic Commission let it go. I mean, what, did Chris Cruz watch the order the pay-per-view and give a phone call? I mean, what the fuck? That was how many months ago? You're a little more upset than I thought you'd be. It's bullshit. Come on. What, to get your name out there? Yeah, I mean, it is, but whatever. No, anyway. All right, so from the good we go to the in the middle. Uh, NXT last night, uh, we had two title matches. Adam Cole successfully defend against the Velveteen Dream. Uh, there was a lot of interference there. Did you guys uh, feel like that was odd? I mean, with the way everything was all set up, didn't you think Velveteen Dream was being set up to win, and then all of a sudden it was like a lackluster match? And I, don't I, I see, I see your point. I'm wondering if they're waiting to see if they could get audiences. Uh, maybe by the summer, and they're holding off on that title change. I'm perfectly okay with that. I mean, the funny thing is. If that match happened a month ago, right around WrestleMania time, 
like on NXT TV, uh, I'd say March, late March, early April, then I would have been okay with the title change. At this point, I felt like it had been so many weeks since the last time we saw those two really doing anything. I, I, I was fine with it because Velveteen Dream had the win. The referee was out of position, injured, knocked out, whatever it was. And all right, Adam Cole gets the win, but you got that build up for the rematch. I'm Do you? More, hmm? Do you? I mean, feuds like that have a shelf life. Like, at that point, there has to be a payoff. And to me, since there was no payoff, I don't really see why he would get another title shot at this point. I mean, he ran through the rest of the Undisputed Era. He was all set up and poised to win, and then he didn't. So, uh, you know, if he wins now after the fact, it's like, who cares? You know what I mean? Like, they, they had all the momentum. It would have been This would have been the time to pull the trigger, in my opinion. But there's no crowd there to even give that no, reaction. Like there's, I mean, there's what, no crowd what, for what McIntyre, but they pulled the trigger on that. I I think that was partially because Bro- because of Brock, um, and I don't think they knew when a better time would be to pull that title change. I mean, the, the fans had t- already turned on Brock long time ago. I think fans were uh, kind of sick of seeing that. Now, any title changes that happen to new champions while this has been going on, like a Braun Strowman, like a Drew McIntyre, I'd have some issue with that because they never got a chance to be in front of the fans. The Velveteen Dream, I think they could hold off on that. Um, I'm all right with that. I, I see agree, your though. point, Rob. It, it seems like it, it's there's there's nowhere to go with it at this point. Like, yeah, I mean, what's next? It, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. And I feel like the title change would have happened WrestleMania weekend. I feel like it would have been the ideal spot for it, but... Well, I mean, you had the other world titles change hands during WrestleMania. You wouldn't want, I don't think you'd want all three. But my point is... All this buildup, right? He goes through Roderick Storm, uh, strong, and he goes through all the other guys, and he gets to Adam Cole, and he doesn't even get like a thirty-minute match. He doesn't even get like a he doesn't get beaten. He gets tricked. You know what I mean? Like it seemed like to me there was no payoff. Yeah. Like I said, I think it's a timing thing. If they did it around WrestleMania, I think it would have been more accepted. I think at this point it kind of fizzled out, and they're going to try to build it up again. I mean, they don't have a ton of options right now. Right, but I mean, how um, long until we get crowds? We don't know. So, I mean, if you're going to hold off on that, on, under that theory, it could be September, October. You know what I mean? Mm, just, I'm, I'm going to disagree just with you. Like they should have, if they were going to pull the trigger, they should have done it. So there's never been – so how many times have we seen this happen and they have a rematch where the guy finally gets his comeuppance? I mean, Gargano lost how many title shots before he finally got the big one? I don't know. I think I NXT know. needed something, and I think that was it. All right. Well, I, I think I'm more bothered uh, with Charlotte Flair's title reign as NXT Women's Champion. I'm, I mean – I get why they did it. There was no way they were going to put Rhea Ripley over WrestleMania. Uh, now it looks like we're going to get a triple threat match. Then the only thing I'm curious is if Charlotte Flair was brought onto NXT to try to help the ratings, it's not happening. So how long are we going to go with this? Um, at least I feel like Io Shirai saved face. She didn't lose clean, and she's still involved in some way. Um, I suspect that Ripley or Shirai will get the title, and it's going to be by pinning the other. Uh, Charlotte Flair won't take, eat, eat the pin there. Um I don't know. Uh, any any thoughts on that from you guys? I mean, they're yeah, still trying to push Roman Reigns, so I mean, when are they going to stop pulling Char- pushing Charlotte Flair? Never. Are are they? Well, he's well, only we'll out because of the COVID. Yeah. He's only out, but they already uh, edited him out of some videos. 
uh, as soon as everything gets back to normal, he'll be right there again. Vince doesn't let anything go. But Vince is being catty enough to pull him out of videos already. I that, still think he'll be right back to where he was. He probably will, but if I'm Roman, I don't. Roman seems to have the balls to stand up to him. I mean, we'll see. I feel like it would be the perfect time for Roman to come back heel. Mm. You you bring him back as like a fuck this company, like you want to edit me out, you want to put me in this spot, fuck you. I'm the badass. Right. You think you could forget about me? I'm going to make you remember yeah. me. Exactly. You think that's going to turn him heel though? I think the fans would actually be cheering that. I mean, Vince, no one's going to be cheering Vince McMahon as a face right now. That's for sure. Well, you don't name Vince per se. You name WWE. Yeah. But everybody at this point knows who runs WWE. I don't know. I don't know. I, I got, I'm curious where this is going to go. I mean, I had somebody text me and say, so do you think Roman's going to AEW because they pulled him out of the video? And I was like, all right, dude, you're a mark. More so than anybody on this show. I mean, really? That That's not happening. Roman's not going anywhere. But uh, the fact that they pulled him out of that video, if there, there's certain guys I thought would have been untouchable, John Cena being one, Stone Cold, The Rock, and even Stone Cold felt it before. I did, was, but Roman Reigns getting pulled out of a video, I would have never called that even six weeks ago when it first got out. If anything, they should be shooting themselves in the foot for waiting to the last minute to pull him out of the WrestleMania match on TV. Yeah. Sure. I don't know. Um, well, we had the debut of Karrion Cross and Scarlet, which I mentioned earlier, which I thought was one of the best debuts they've done in a while. Um, I'd say so far, probably in the last year, not perfect, but the mystique was definitely there. Uh, from what I saw on social media, it seems like fans were really getting behind it. Uh, any, any thoughts from you guys? I liked it very Game of Thrones-esque type entrance with the dragon flying. Kind of cool. I like to see where, where they go with his character. They're building him as that big heel. So You got to wonder what how, how Impact let him go. Yeah. Did, did they release him or did he ask for his release? I think he asked for his release, if I remember mm -hmm. correctly. But you got to wonder why. Like You know what I mean? He could have run, he could have run that show easily. Yeah. Yeah. Impact's an interesting interesting place. That's all I'll say. <laughs> I I I, I never watch them. Every time I've tried to watch them, I've turned it off. What were you what, saying, Freddie? Hmm? Is Impact turning into like softcore porn with RVD? Whoa. Have you not hey. seen some of his segments that he does? Oh, I've I've heard about it. I don't I. <laughs> I don't get don't that He he like Go ahead, Freddie, you could explain it. Yeah, I've heard about it and I'm like, really? RVD? I've seen some of it and I'm like, okay. Is this like Skinamax on on Saturday nights where everybody used to stay up late, try to get the scramble channel? Like R V D what what's going on there, buddy? They're having like threesomes, they're getting knocked off the cable because it's too racy for for the cable station, like yeah, it's my boy RVD. He should work for Pornhub next. <laughs> There's proof that sometimes you need somebody to reel you in. <laughs> I guess it's RVD. Either that, or someone's got to tell him to stop taking hits before he writes his own script. Yo, she has two hot girls. Oh my gosh, amazing! <laughs> it's amazing. 
You know, 420 was a few weeks ago. <laughs> My prediction is, like like many wrestlers, RVD will pass away of a heart attack. And it's not going to be because of, like, you know, being banged up in the ring and stuff. It's going to be from being banged up by those two porn stars. Wouldn't surprise me. I mean, I'm just saying. Call it now, guys. If you want to put money on it, I'm down. So we're starting the death pool, and Stevie G's got Rob Van Dam. (laughs) Rob Van Dam for a heart attack from filming a porn. There we go. Rob Van Dam with a heart on. Dies. (laughs) It was a <laughs> triple X. <laughs> Call oh Vin Diesel. <laughs> Call Ice Cube. Going back to NXT, Gargano, Johnny Gargano, Candice LeRae. Is anyone else underwhelmed by this heel run? I, I'm just not believing them, especially Candice. She doesn't scream heel to me at all. That's a stupid move. Yeah. Yeah, the poison pixie is not getting over at all. I'm okay, so I'm glad. I'm glad it's not just me. Um, I, I like Argano, but I felt like he was a better heel the last time they tried it. This is just falling flat, and Candace is even worse. She just doesn't have it in her. I mean, maybe maybe I'll be like Brick Baker. Maybe over time it'll it'll change and she'll convince us. I I just don't see it though. <clears throat> Oh, and then we get to the terrible. First off, last week, Drew telling Seth he's not going to fall for his shit or something along those lines. Is saying shit really that big a deal that even McFoley had to be like, did I hear what I think I just heard? Well, they usually don't curse on TV. Shit, come on. Can he hear it, though? Ouch. He used his good ear. He used his good ear, okay. If he did, then... Yeah, did you see? I think it was a couple weeks ago he tweeted out and asked if anyone knew where he could get a face mask for one ear. Hilarious. He should just staple it to the side of his head. <laughs> he needs to Velcro that shit. Get a Velcro or something for that. I don't know. So, we've seen it on Raw, we've seen it on SmackDown, more so on Raw. Cedric Alexander, Ricochet, Apollo Crews, Shane Thorne, Brandon Vick, Austin Theory, Umberto Carrillo... Angel Garza, Jinder Mahal, Ruby Wright, and Liv Morgan. Let's be honest, folks. If we ha- if things were normal, none of these people would be getting this much face time. Is this temporary? Absolutely. Do you think- yes, 100%. And I think that's why the ratings are dropping to the all-time lowest rating of all time this week. And it's been steadily dropping week I mean, by week. Raw is hard to watch. Yeah. Really turn Hulu the next day. Cut the bullshit out. <laughs> so I got to pay for another subscription live anymore. I, I don't watch Raw live anymore. And listen, Hulu you could get for a dollar a month. You just got to know when to do it. Um, that's a B. Um, yeah, Raw is hard to watch, and I can't even tell you the last time I've watched SmackDown. Wrestling in general is hard to watch. I can't wait to. I'm so excited to speak about Money in the Bank. Okay, we're almost there. <laughs> I tried watching SmackDown this week, and I was like, "Wow, this is terrible." I I think it's be- I think it's better than Raw, but yeah. Um, I mean, and that's your same? age. Show. Yeah. Well, ever since Fox, I feel like SmackDown might have been the A show. Their ratings were actually slightly higher than Raw for a while, but yeah, I, I across the board, they're just 
mailing it in. I mean, there's rumors that Vince, ever since the whole XFL and the releases and everything, he just doesn't give a fuck anymore. I mean, when is somebody going to get the cojones to say something to him if that's true? I, I don't know if I believe that, but overall, both all, both shows have been terrible. Um, I mean, NXT is still the better show, but even NXT has been okay. Um, it's I'd be curious if AEW actually could move to Monday Night, which they won't. They won't do it, and I understand why. But I'd, if they went up against a Raw or SmackDown, I'd be curious to see if that would get them enough hype to actually take it a big enough chunk to really hurt Raw and SmackDown and possibly even beat them. Yeah. I mean, is, a, is AEW still suffering because it's on Wednesdays? I think they got to build up a little bit more before you make the jump to, to big time. I, I mean, I don't think they're going to. I think they... They feel like they don't need to, um, but I'd be curious if they were going up against a show bigger than NXT, how they'd be doing. Yeah. And then, does anyone really think Tamina's beating Bailey? I know we're getting to the Money in the Bank picks momentarily. No, that should be like that should be a free for all match. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Such a waste. Yeah. Well, and then Bray Wyatt is the one facing Braun Strowman, not the Fiend, so. Does anyone think Bray's even got a shot? I I, I don't know. Um, you, you've been building up Mandy versus Sonya Deville and then Otis versus Dolph Ziggler. Why wouldn't you be doing that on this empty pay-per-view, which only is really a two-match card? I don't know. Um, the Forgotten Sons from NXT, nobody gave a shit. Now all of a sudden they're getting pushed on the main roster. And the rumor is they're kind of filling in for the Usos. I don't know. There's just... In some respects, I, I feel like they're playing it too safe and they're not taking enough chances. And then they're pushing people they normally wouldn't. And I'd be okay with that, except that we know, as Rob said it, the second things are more normal, these guys all get forgotten for the most part. I think, Anthony, what you need to reconsider is your wording of too safe. Because you just you said, they're trying to run things too safe, but meanwhile, they're about to have the money in the bank match on the ceiling of a building where we could have a Hulk Hogan giant monster truck brawl and fall off the side of the building be the ending finish this weekend, okay? So, come on. That's not too safe. I think someone's going over the edge. AJ Styles is going over the edge. Hashtag tribute to Owen. What? AJ Styles is going over. They already buried him. They can just bury him again. Yeah, he'll just die. Yeah. <laughs> I watched SmackDown this past week, and I kept saying, who cares? Who cares? Who cares? And honestly, that's how I feel about Money in the Bank. I don't think I really care. I mean, I made some picks, but I'm like, whatever. You know, it's here. I'll watch it. But, I mean, they're, they're just mailing it in, and I'm trying to figure out what I'm supposed to care about exactly. I mean, I'll be honest with you. If I could um, have the encyclopedia's commitment just because he's family – and I know he's going to watch the event probably live beginning to end. If I could have his commitment that he would just text me, hey, the Money in the Bank match is about to begin, I'd come down, watch that, and then turn it back off because I don't want to see the rest of the thing. I'm interested in the Money in the Bank match. That's one of my favorite matches to see. But the the route they've gone with it, both matches going on at the same time. I mean, first off, these matches have to go on for a while, Okay. If you're going to be doing them at the same time, you have to at least take an hour of the show with that, in my opinion. Second off, it better not be like, yo, the women's ends and then the men's ends like a minute later, okay? There's got to be some separation there or something. Make it realistic. But, um, yeah, the match is happening at the uh, same time. That's my biggest pet peeve about this whole thing right now. 
the whole thing going through WWE headquarters, I was okay with that. I was like, whatever, let's see what they do. But then when they said they're happening at the same time during SmackDown last night, oh, hell no. I, and I'm going to watch that match, but I'm not even interested. Are they screening those? That's what I want to know. That's is it going to look like our podcast right now? Is there going to be four screens? There might be. Speaking of, Freddie, since you're doing the massive recording, where am I right now? Am I at the top at the bottom? You're on the bottom. You're on uh, top right. Top right. Okay, and who's below me? Rob. <laughs> hey, Rob. What's up, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> Just want to do some uh, Brady Bunch while we have the chance. Hi, Freddie. Yeah, we're going to do our own bubbly bunch here. The bubbly bunch. Exactly. And around. Anthony, I'll punch you in the face, and then you kick Freddy in it. <laughs> that was one of the best Manitoba melees that I've ever been a part of. That was great. Yes, it was. Yeah, that was missing last night. Where was where was the Bri- Look, bubbly they bunch? Every week, well, they couldn't do it. They were all there. They were too busy posing in front of the Jaguars football field with the graphic in the background. I was like, damn, they really pulled out all the stops. Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't have even done that graphic. I just would have had Jericho on there. It would have been so much more meaningful and so much more cocky if you just had Jericho's face on that screen in the background. <laughs> yeah, they dropped the ball, too. They didn't have the terrible wrestler singing this time when he came out. I was looking for that. I was missing that. Anyway, all right. Uh, I guess we got to do Money in the Bank picks, right? Here we go. Do we need to update the standings? Don't sound too excited. I'm not. I'm not loving this pay per view. I mean, yeah, you're right. I'll probably watch it live. But I'm when they first announced there was going to be a corporate money in the bank. I remember texting you guys, and I'm like, are they fucking serious? Crazy. Well, all right. Well, we'll keep this short, sweet, and to the point as far as the standings. So I'm not if catching Freddie. Knew when they recorded it. If I knew when they were going to record it, I would have gone to that building. I somehow would have been on TV. You guys would be like, oh, yep, arrested he's going to get arrested. Yeah, for real, he would have been arrested. No, come on. If anyone's going to pull it off, it would be me. On the show, maybe, but I think the security's really tight. And I've seen where, I mean, I've seen the way that office is off the highway. I'm sure they got enough security there that nobody was getting that close. But I guess we'll find out on Sunday. But I'm, I'm sure saying, be- like, you got to figure they have to enter them into the building from somehow, I would imagine, from the outside front doors, right? I mean, we got to see, I guess. They probably drove them under the building and then had them go up the stairs from the basement and actually they should have started if there was a garage underneath i, I mean I, I don't know where the parking is there but that would have been hilarious if they started in the garage i mean um, a perfect ending i'm not trying to be violent you know i'm not i don't want i, I want the sports friends and podcast people to know i am a i'm a good guy i make some heartless statements sometimes but i am a good guy when you have to say it, i'm a well-respected father. generally not he doesn't even believe it as he's saying it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this: the perfect ending would be me seeing Nia Jax fall off the side of the building and bounce back up. <laughs> I mean, that part would be hilarious. But if either way, it, all right, Rob, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull yours in there. I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna add it. So she falls off the side of the building. She bounces back up and somehow impales herself and still dies. <laughs> oh my god! But yet you're, you're keeping your the love of your life. I'm glad to see Shayna Baszler. Shayna's still alive. Yes, still alive. You know what, though? Shayna's not dumb enough to get in that position. I think I could honestly deal with Shayna Baszler a little bit more than Nia Jax. Like, Nia Jax, like, I hate her her botching and stuff. 
Um, and if she was making out with any of you, I would leave the room. Right, Steven. <laughs> F. Mary Kill. Shanna Wait, Baszler. Say that again. F. F. Mary, F. Mary Kill. Kill. Okay. Okay. Shanna Baszler, Nia Jax, and Ruby Riot. Oh, that's tough. <laughs> Damn. That's tough. Like, it really gives no leeway. I mean, first off, no leeway. <laughs> if I had to choose, and I could twist your rules. If, no, no, if, no. No twisting. No twisting. I'm going to twist it. F, no. F I'm making kill. the choice to. Nope. Nope. And you guys nope. can't stop me. So yeah. Ruby Riot would be the F and the Mary, and the nope. other two would just get killed. Nope. 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 Can't do it. Not have the game's played. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I well, guess. Well, you know what? I, I thought he was going to say F for Ruby Riot, so I'm not surprised. No, it's not. I would love to have Ruby Riot no matter what. I, there's something about her I think is amazing. Um, yeah, if you put a bag on her head. But, um, yeah, so, no, 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 there's something exotically, like, hot about her. But my choice would be... She can use her nose to open beers. She, I would I would, I would, would marry her because I would result in the Fs for the rest of my life. As far as the F, I would go with Nia Jax because I'd hope while she's on top, I can't see her. And because of all, you know, everything that's going to be blocking my view, hopefully. Have, have you ever had and, sex with um, Shannon Baszler. <laughs> Shannon Baszler. It would be like the Nutty Professor. <laughs> first off, the clumps. First off, Rob, I can honestly say not a big girl like that ever. They feel like sand. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Sheena Baszler would definitely have to be the one I like. Die. <laughs> wow, I thought Baszler was going to come out of this intact, but no. But you know what? Since you guys put me on that spot, what's your choices, boys? Okay, so Stevie G and I only have one point separating us. Oh, look at look, look at Blackbeard the pirate over there trying to ignore what's going on. Like, call Captain Jack. He's not done after WrestleMania. If I could do a Jack Sparrow imitation, I would right now, but I can't. Insert I'm not clip even try. now. <laughs> Can we get that? You'll have to listen to the audio version to get that, folks. Sorry. And actually, we have used that music before, Stevie G, if you actually listen. This coming from the guy who was asking Keith Youngbug questions last week, Freddie, that were already asked by us. That was Rob. <laughs> I wasn't. And I, I was like, yo, you obviously didn't listen to me and Freddie's interview. <laughs> all right, all right. Back to Money in the Bank. All, all right. right. <laughs> Let's get these picks in. Let's get these picks in. All right. All right. First off, just a small update. Wait, you guys didn't pick the, the, the F. Marrier uh, whatever thing. No. You guys got to do that. That's not part of Money in the Bank. Um, so <laughs> You forced me to. I didn't force you to do anything. I right. Rob, Rob can answer that one because Rob threw that to you. I wouldn't have done that to you. All right, Rob, you have to answer it at least. All right. Um, I would kill Nia Jax. Okay. Uh, I think I would marry Ruby Riot. I think I would wrestle Shayna to the ground, I guess. I don't know. Now, would Good it, luck wrestling to her to the ground. It's Sophie's choice. You don't win either way. Rob, would you be? Would it be like Doggy's house so you don't have to look at her? I would definitely not. I would definitely leave the room. <laughs> <laughs> Not an option. Okay, All so right, in the bank. Here we go. All right, first off, <laughs> the only one that's got any shot of catching Eloso right now is Rob because he's 
got a 12-point differential. Stevie G has a 48-point differential behind our man Eloso, and then I'm 74 points, so that's definitely not happening. Huh? Because I was absent for four months. 48 points is not that bad. I'm 74 behind him. I know. I'm just saying I was absent. That's why I'm uh, that far. Meanwhile, between you, me and you, it's only one point difference. And then I have 12 points on Rob, so pretty much the same as he's got Eloso. Uh, it's either 12 or 9. i got to redo these calculations. And Yeah, i got to redo the calculations. The important thing is Rob's the only one that's got a legitimate shot at catching Freddy. Okay, to the picks. Uh, we'll throw in two possible matches that they might be adding because honestly, Wait, this is a six-match card. Quick, you said I have no chance of catching Freddy. It would take a miracle. Okay, so I'm gonna go with who I want to win rather than who I know will win. So that's how I'm gonna do my picks this time. It's no problem. And that's how you drop the belt to begin with. Correct. <laughs> no biggie. See, I don't sweat the belts. I should be the WrestleMania champion, but you guys said next year when I volunteered that idea. Whoa, 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 what are you talking about? All right, are we going to the picks? Yeah. He's the pay-per-view champ. Anyway. WrestleMania All right, champ. So, the, so right now it's a light card of six matches. Uh, I threw in two possibles that might get added. Um, first off, there's a possibility, especially after the way Raw went down, if there's a Raw Tag Team title match, we're assuming it would be Street Profits versus the Viking Raiders. I'm going to go Street Profits only because get the win back after the Viking Raiders beat them clean on Raw. Yeah, profits for me. Okay. Yeah, street profits all day. Yeah, I, I guess I agree. Okay, so this match doesn't mean shit now. Um, and the one we're I'm pretty sure is going to get added after tomorrow's SmackDown because we are taping on Thursday night. Uh, Sheamus versus Jeff Hardy. Jeff. I'm gonna go with Sheamus. Okay. Jeff Hardy. You know, Jeff Hardy. Yeah, Jeff Hardy. I kind of feel like this is his final run. Tour kind of like the Undertaker almost for WWE at least. Well, you know, I mean, if Sheamus really wants to get the advantage, he is Irish. He could just crack open a couple beers and hand them to Jeff. You know, DY. <laughs> Anybody got a cricket sound sound effect? Freddie laughed. Uh, At you. Freddie's like that encouraging laugh in the background that when something's not funny, he's going to laugh anyway. They make you feel better. Hey, don't make fun of Blackbeard, all right? <laughs> he's, he's, doing, he's doing his best. Next week, guys, Encyclopedia Appreciation Day. <laughs> Yo, this is a marketing opportunity. A new Sports Frenzy podcast t-shirt with me with a pirate hat. There you go. Yo. Yo. Tom Brady's got his own, so does Gronk. Listen, if we're going to do a new design, he has to wear a pirate hat now with a darker beard. It has to happen. Yep. has to be. And he's got to have the puffy pants. <laughs> All right, he's just in full pirate gear. It's official. All right. <laughs> Freddie, you're going to have to learn how to edit video and put an eye patch over me. Yep, there we go. We're going to have to add it in. we got to get Anthony a, we gotta get Anthony a pirate. Yep. I'm sure I could get my hands on a pirate hat or some sort of pirate hat by next week. Anyway, um, SmackDown Tag Team Title Fatal 4-Way Match. This came out of nowhere. Uh, we got The New Day, The Forgotten Sons, Miz and Morrison, all makes sense. And then out of nowhere, once again, Lucha House Party. I thought those guys were future endeavored. What the fuck? They beat Miz and Morrison last week on SmackDown. Yeah. yeah, until last week I was like, wait, they're still employed? I thought 
them, like the colognes. Yeah. Every time they show up, I'm like, they still have a job. So I know it's Yo. not going to happen, but I'm going Miz and Morrison. Because Miz is my guy. I would love to see that myself, but... Um, anyway, go to the uh, new day. <laughs> you think I want to go with the new day? Fuck no. Um, I'm going to go out on the limb. I'm going to say the Forgotten Sons. You took my pick right from me. I think... I think they're going to swerve it. I think this might be the start of the end of the New Day and Forgotten Sons. Here we go. <laughs> you, know, you know, if they want to swerve it, Lucha House Party. Uh, I respect your pick, but yeah. you can never say the end of the New Day. There will never be an end of the New Day, yeah, never, right? Till, <laughs> unless one of them falls off the side of the building. <laughs> Eight years later. And remember, if you think about even four years ago, we're all sitting here like, yeah, New Day's not going to last. Like, come on now. And they made it like how Biggie, long? Biggie's going to get that single run one of these days. Yeah. One of, yeah. One of these days. When the fan, yeah. yeah, when he randomly gets in, put into an elimination chamber match and the fans go crazy for him. Um, he goes back to the Jamaican days and he magically has the accent again. <laughs> that was Kofi, buddy. We were talking about Big E. Oh, sorry. I thought you said Kofi. My bad. Big E oh, did Big, have Jamaican. He did have an accent too, right? <laughs> or a look or something. He had, Jamaican, uh, he had the Gryffindor thing. It would be something. funny if he got yeah. hit in the head and suddenly developed a Jamaican accent. That would be funny. Vince, call us. We'll book a better show than you will. All right, uh, SmackDown Women's Championship. We have Bailey defending against Tamina. Bailey. 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 God, the excitement for this show in our voices. Yo, I was going to call this, and I like Bailey, but I was going to call this the piss break match. The whole show is. I mean, you could just take a shit, bro, because a piss break ain't even going to cover an entrance. Yeah. Um, we have, we'll go with the title matches next, uh, top for each show. I already put everybody's picks in because I'm pretty sure I know what everyone's going, but Universal Championship, Ron Strowman across the board. Yep. All right. Mm. You think, you, I was going to say, if it was The Fiend, I might feel differently, but I think that's getting held off. Um, and then WWE Championship, Drew McIntyre versus Seth Rollins. I put that we were going Drew across the board. Correct. Yep. 100%. Okay. Um, going back to the Bailey match, the one thing I will say is everyone's wondering when the Sasha Banks turn is going to happen. I think they're trying to save it for Boston SummerSlam if for some reason they can get crowds there. I think that's the only reason why we haven't seen it yet. So real quick, is there any confirmation where the rest of these matches are happening? Are they happening in the Performance Center or are they going to just do them on the roof as normal matches? You know, so I'd rather do it on the roof. I, I'd rather they do it on the roof of the Titan Tower, but I, the way they're talking, I suspect it's going to be at the Performance Center. You see, that's just like retarded. Like it, it, right? It would have been to a show that that's already looking like it's going to suck. At least it would have been something different that could have been like engaging, just to see a new look, just to watch. They might be able to shoot off fireworks on the center for the exactly the performance center for the last like three months. Like it's the same thing every time. I'd be curious if the setup on the roof is the same exact setup they did for that old Monday Night Raw opening they did in like the mid nineties. You didn't see the setup yet. I've seen the setup, but I'm wondering if that's the same exact setup with the ring and everything. Like, this, they just pulled out the old map from 95 and just used it. No, it probably has, like, ringworm and shit on there, so I don't know. 
matter with who. I mean, it's wrestling. Ringworm. Yeah, ringworm. It's a known. <laughs> it's a known wrestling disease. Like ringworm is on wrestling mats. If your kids Isn't ever tapeworm. If your kids ever wrestling. What? From the last dance? Are we bringing Dennis Rodman for the last dance? He pulls double duty. He'll be on no, both shows. Like actual ringworm, like the you know ring you get on your head, for example. I, I, I get it. Yeah, I wasn't talking Chicago. <laughs> Dennis Rodman the worm. So. No, I know, I know. <laughs> we can have Scotty Tuhati come do the worm. There you go. <laughs> and then Otis can do the caterpillar before that. There you go. Oh, that would be a good show. Why Someone he, turns it to a button and wins the money in the bank. You know, Otis. If he oh, won God. that match, that would be hilarious. I don't think he can. I, I'd like to see. I like to see when he's going to try to climb up the ladder because he's going to scrape <laughs> his stomach up on every step. <laughs> All right, speaking of that match. I want to see him put um, his arms together. Before we do the picks, do you think there's a chance the women and the men are actually going to collide in some way? Like, I, I got a feeling is nailing one of the men at some point. And I don't mean sexually. I have sexually. a feeling. Do you know what would be amazing? If the women's match finishes first, right? And then Nia Jax just grabs the men's suitcase and walks away. I'd be like, okay, that's the only way I'm going to like Nia right now. Like, that wouldn't surprise me either, and the, the men are probably the only ones that could take her moves. It, it would not. It would not surprise me. But yeah, that's the other thing. Like, are the guys going to start hitting the girls if they get in their way? Like, why are you doing this at the same time? Oh my gosh, I'm not getting into because, it. Sorry. Because the Boneyard match and the Firefly Funhouse got mixed to positive reviews, so. God forbid they put it on the shelf, the whole cinematic thing on the shelf for a while. Nope, we got to run it into the ground. Thank you, Vince. Just run the rest of the show from the roof. That would be so great. Nope. Like if, you, let me ask you guys something. Side note. Go for he it. Talks about the fans and stuff. Rob mentioned like if you get fans back for SummerSlam. If you looked at that AEW show the other day, you have to talk. You had to at least had a, a hundred people in that arena sometimes when you're listening to the way the noise is going on in the background and if you looked at some of the back shots and the higher stands there were not like a bunch of people but there were scattered people in the higher stands you could see the shadows of them because i went back and played it back that was during uh which match was it what's his face jake the snakes guy i noticed it lance archer um like why can't well, here- you throw a couple people there i like that aew at least there's a couple people there so there's some sort of noise you know well, AEW's got the advantage of the Khan family owning them. They have arenas under their ownership. WWE doesn't have that. They got they're stuck with the Performance Center. So I think that's part of the reason why AEW is able to get away with that. Not that that's an excuse. I think for WrestleMania, it would have been nice to have maybe some of the competitors' families. Like, how cool would that have been if Drew McIntyre's wife was watching the match maybe on one side of the ring, and Sable was on the other for Brock? You know, stuff like that. I think would at least would have been something different. You could have had some sort of stand and just had a couple people standing across it on both sides of the ring, like out, you know, in the crowd area. There, there's so many things they could have done. It's such a shame. Here's the thing. I think WWE gets ridiculed more so about the social distancing than AEW ever will. And I think it's because WWE's the bigger brand. Because Vince McMahon is representing Trump. Well, um, but Flor- the the committee that was put together to help Florida with the restart plan had initially suggested that as part of phase one sporting events and large gatherings uh, 
they would allow 25% capacity, and it was the governor that shut that down. So if it does happen, it it's going to ha- probably happen in Florida first. You might see that by the summer. Maybe they'll have to do more shows in Florida for that reason. It'll be interesting. And then you- I know the Dolphins already came out with a plan for social distancing for football games. So... Which is interesting because I think Miami, the Miami area, I think the three counties that make th- that area up are the three that are still on stricter guidelines than the rest of the state. Yeah. Well, and we live in New York and New Jersey, so we're basically fucked until, well, anyway. All right, back to the Money in the Bank matches, which actually take place in Connecticut. Uh, so women's Money in the Bank, we have Asuka. Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Carmella, Lacey Evans, and Dana Brooke. I find it very telling that we've only talked about the Raw women and nobody even mentioned the SmackDown women once. But, yeah. Um, picks. I'll lead off. Of course, I'm going to go with my girl Lacey Evans. If Lacey's in a match or if Alexa's in a match, those are my go-tos. Even though I know that's not going to happen. Even though it should happen because I think she's great. I don't disagree. I actually initially thought Lacey, but then I'm thinking you give Shayna Baszler a, a suitcase with the ability to pick a match at any point. I mean, that's good booking. She could go after Charlotte. She could go after Bailey. She could go after Becky. I wouldn't but want you, her. To, I wouldn't want her to have that suitcase because if I'm the champion, I'd be afraid she's just waiting for me to yeah. finish a match. That's good booking to me. That's who should win it. And they announced for Raw that Becky Lynch is con- confronting the winner of Money in the Bank, which I thought was odd. It's like, why would you even throw that out there already? We don't know who won, um, especially on Raw. I agree with Rob there, like, based on his, uh, you know, the motive there um, for Shayna Baszler. But the only thing that sucks is that she was literally just in the WrestleMania picture and just had a full-blown story on her. So it's like now... I'm not comparing – I don't mean to compare her to Roman Reigns because I know she's not Roman Reigns at level, but it's kind of like that where you're throwing someone in our face again, and that's yeah, going to get old real quick. But you can throw her on any brand, and I think that's what they're going to like about that. Yeah, you can move her around. Rob, you kind of sold me on that one, so I'm going with Shayna Baszler. I was between her and, and Lacey Evans. I'm going with Baszler. I mean, if they don't look at that way, I mean, I could, I could you know, to me, that, to me, that's a no-brainer in my opinion, but – I agree with you. Um, at the same time, Stevie G brought up a good point with Lacey Evans because she has gotten screwed over by Bailey over and over and over again, as uh, as well as Sasha Banks. So how would she get that come up? And if she had the briefcase, then she actually takes control. God, if Shayna Baszler could just like spear Nia Jax off the side of the building, they'd both go. That would be cool too. Sorry, I thought out loud. That's all right. <laughs> Um, even though you brought up a good point on Lacey Evans I think the story is more with Shayna Baszler it makes more sense Um, so yeah I'm going to agree with Eloso and the devil's advocate I'm going to go Shayna Baszler but Stevie G might be onto something there it could be Lacey Evans I don't know we'll see I'm sure Stevie G will text us if Lacey Evans wins and it's like "Uh that's only if you guys text me to remind me to watch that match so <laughs> All right, and then in the men's money in the bank, we have out of the blue AJ Styles. Uh, we have Otis, we have King Corbin, Daniel Bryan, Rey Mysterio, and Alistair Black. You see, like even that match, like I don't know if you guys agree, but I feel like the people in it are so random 
like first off, AJ Styles just magically appeared, and of course AJ Styles after being buried alive was the last person in a gauntlet match. You know, couldn't come out in the middle. Last, so of course he's winning it. And then Otis? Like, oh my god. I don't know. There's These guys just don't fit. Even Rey Mysterio, you know he's just in there to uh, have some cool moments, and that's it. Um, I'm going to Aleister Black, I think. As crazy as it sounds. I don't know how this dude's rising out of a coffin with a briefcase every week, but whatever. You know, when they announced... Um I remember I was looking at the headline and they're like Raw bringing back Big Star to help ratings and I was like oh here comes another Undertaker appearance or something and instead it was AJ Styles and look I love AJ Styles but like he's not a ratings guy for me like he doesn't make me turn Raw on so I was surprised that he even brought him back thinking he was going to be some kind of savior because he's not He's he's a great wrestler you know love him but he's not a page turner for me. You know what I mean? He doesn't make me want to turn turn in the show. The only guy that can logically win this is Aleister Black, in my opinion. I don't see anyone else that has any stake in this that, that you know, would be a logical. I mean, AJ would be a safe win. But, you know, he's been there. He's done that. This is time as Aleister Black's time. And he's another guy. I wouldn't want I wouldn't want him showing up with a briefcase. You know, if I'm the SmackDown champion or I'm the Raw champion, I wouldn't want him showing up. You bring back the Undertaker's type of Ministry of Darkness type deal, that feel where the lights can go out and boom, there's there's Aleister Black there for you. Um, I'm going with Aleister Black, but it, it would not surprise me if Otis won this. Wow. This man loves this dude and for some reason it would not surprise me if he did win it you know what freddie if otis wins i give you the title <laughs> i submit he's got it no i mean like i don't want to compete for it anymore because that's an out, out of the box pick and if you're that brave and you do that i'm out well if he if he's saying otis is the black horse i'm just gonna well, i'll do the otis for you oh yeah no you're the black horse yeah, you're the black black horse, black beard. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> riding in on it. So, um, wait, Anthony, Freddie, you like Johnny are you Cash? sure? Because when he climbs that ladder, he's gonna hurt his stomach. It's gonna get in the way. They're gonna need to bring out that Big Show and Kane's reinforced ladder that they did a few years back. I think he gets tired halfway through climbing up the ladder. Or they could bring back a uh, Stardust uh, polka dot yellow ladder. He's gonna take the elevator up to the roof. He's totally get. He's gonna get his stomach stuck between two rungs, and they're gonna need like butter to get it to slip out. He's not gonna make it to the match. He's gonna be too tired walking to the roof. <laughs> Actually, you know what's gonna happen? They're all gonna be brawling like down the hallways past the elevators. He's just gonna go into the elevator at the top floor. Yeah, one hundred percent. Who do you got in second? You know what I. I like Alistair Black a lot. Um, of the six guys in this match, he's the one I'd most want to see win. Um, that being said, I still think he needs a U.S. title reign before he gets that WWE title match. Um, I almost feel like, I mean, obviously it was not as quickly as this guy, but I feel like if they put him in that title picture too quickly, it's going to scream like Razor Ramon, where you put him in the title match too quickly, and then it takes him years to get back to that main event level. Um, 
you guys are talking about Vin, I think somebody said Vince likes Otis. Otis. Likes Otis. I think the guy that Vince likes the most, and it's the guy that kind of we get pissed off about the most, is the one that's going to win it. I think two-time winner. We're going to actually, unfortunately, see King Corbin win it again. Oh, fuck him. Yeah, that would suck. Yeah. I I hate the idea, but. They haven't really done a ton with that guy, and it seems like any time you think someone else is going to get their moment, all of a sudden the Corbin factor. He's he's someone I'd be okay if he was part of that big release. I would be like, bye. <laughs> Girl, he bye. Gets, he, yeah, but he gets the heat. That's the problem. I, he gets, he, yeah, but he got X-Pac heat, though. Yeah, exactly. Like I, I can't stand him like because I don't think he's good at all. When he speaks on the mic, he's dull. When he wrestles... He doesn't do anything for me. No, thank you. And I 100% agree with you. Vince, look, we're questioning a lot of what they're doing storyline-wise. Vince probably hears the booze, and he doesn't. he's not reading it that way. And nobody has the guts to tell Elias him. I would in the match, honestly. No, he, they, they, he broke his hand. Yeah. That was fucking stupid. All right, that's that's all the matches there. So is that it for this evening? Is I just want to say two things real quick. If you guys haven't had a chance to watch Dark Side of the Ring, the latest one about the UWF, it's <laughs> freaking hysterical. If you don't know the story of Herb Abrams, you should know the story of Herb Abrams. He's a madman. Coke, Coke and hookers is all I'm going to say to you guys. And Vaseline. Oh, yeah, right, and Vaseline. <laughs> and Vaseline. Watch it. Mick Foley has the line of the night. They said, if if Herb Abrams is alive now, where would he be? And Mick Foley said, prison. <laughs> it's a great watch. For a, it's a, actually... A, go ahead, Andy. It, it's, it's amazing that he that he w- didn't go to prison even before all of yeah. that. After, But, uh, yeah, I, I didn't know a ton about that whole thing. Um, th- I think the thing with the title belt, the with the letters... Yes. And the message to Vince, which I'm not going to say what it is because I don't want to spoil it for everybody, but I thought that was freaking hilarious. Um, guy was nuts, and I think next week we're doing Road Warriors? Yes, and ending with Owen. Nice. And the other thing I want to say is I just finished Sabu's book, and it's interesting. So you're looking for something to read. Uh, someone who doesn't speak very much has a lot to say. A lot of interesting stuff. I'm not surprised with some of the stuff he's posted on social media. He's been all over the world. He's wrestled a lot of different places, and he's met a lot of different people. It's a good book. It's a fast read. Yeah, uh, unlike the book I'm currently reading. but. um, And if you're looking for something to watch instead of Money in the Bank, please tune in to the Pirates of the Caribbean to see Anthony Starr alongside Johnny Depp as Jack Sparrow and Anthony as Blackbeard the Pirate. Or you could watch the Johnny Cash story, you know, the man in black. (laughs) Also, though, guest starring in Men in Black 3. <laughs> and he's performing this weekend with Black Sabbath. <laughs> he may actually win Money in the Bank, too, Aleister Black. <laughs> and he's making his surprise debut this weekend on Pornhub with Black China. <laughs> um... <laughs> I, I, I'm actually I, I'm I'm checking this for you people too. Uh, was you're it, checking if I you're on Pornhub? No, <laughs> no, that I that I would hope I'd know. So I'll save you guys the trouble. Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides. It's the fourth one. There you go. 
Jake the Snake That's needs the one a Anthony summoned in. If Jake the Snake needs a black mamba, you're available, right? <laughs> you know, at least if you gave me a Kill Bill reference on the black mamba, I would have been happier, you know? Don't help me. Don't help. It's All not right, as fun guys. when I'm laughing with you guys, huh? So, we <laughs> while this is going on this weekend, Anthony's hanging out with his boy Jack Black. <laughs> From all of us here at the Sports Frenzy, we thank you guys for listening. Especially the, uh, you know, the Blackbeard, he thanks you guys for tuning in. We will catch you guys next week. I'd like to thank our black listeners as well. <laughs> yeah, we just lost everybody. Yeah. Tune in, subscribe, like, comment, let us know more black puns for Anthony's beard. We'll catch you guys next week. Peace. <laughs>